If you are a businesswoman working to amplify your six and seven figure business from success to significance, then you know it's not just about the right strategies or the right tactics. It's more and more about high caliber people around you, your team, your collaborators, and advisors that can open doors for you and widen your reach. Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast with your hosts, Dr. Monica Ogando and Amy Walker. Welcome, everybody, to your Circle of Influence podcast. I'm your host, co-host, Dr. Monica Ogando. And I'm Amy Walker. We are delighted that you're here. We have a theme for the month. Don't we, Amy? We do. It is love yourself, love your business, love your life. Oh, all the love, all the love for February, you know, because it's love. Yeah. Yeah. January, we talked a lot about, you know, jumpstarting your goals and uh, really getting your year dialed in. Mm -hmm. And I think with that conversation, if you guys are like following along at home and you're doing the work, you're in the ramp up phase, right? Where you're starting to see momentum kick in. And uh, this is also February is the month where most people give up on their goals. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like the most, most, ab- this is the abandoned cart meth- month for uh, life <laughs> ambitions. Analogy. Yes. <laughs> good analogy. So the way that you can sustain that is really by learning to love yourself, love your business, love your life and really nurture them like you would. Uh, if you nurture your relationship with yourself, like you would nurture your relationship with a partner, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to find life gets a lot more fun. So we're going to be talking about that through the month of February. We've got some good things to come. Uh, but today we're focusing in on honoring your commitments to yourself. Ooh, and I'm just going to guess that a lot of people, as soon as you heard that, you're like, guilt, Guilt yes. must not listen to this episode. Yes. Stick with us, you guys. So you important. Can't say amen. Say ouch. I know it. Yeah, <laughs> I know it. <laughs> I, I love, love saying, saying it. I love saying it in front of you, Amy. Because you. I know it makes me laugh every time. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing: that if you're anything like me, I know I can't be the only one. If you're anything like me, you find it easier to keep your word to someone else, uh, with someone else, than you do with yourself. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what to do and I know how long it's going to take me. And I love, you know, like I, I have some of that stuff dialed in, but Lord haveth thy mercy. If it wasn't for the fact that I have to meet Amy on zoom on a certain time at a certain day, these podcasts would not get done. <laughs> That's human nature though. Yeah, I know, but still it's like, okay. So, so instead of fighting human nature, and instead of making myself wrong for, oh, why, what's wrong with you? Why can't you keep your word to yourself, et cetera? Let's just leverage the tools that we have so that I can honor my commitments to myself so that you can honor your commitments to yourself and quit making yourself wrong about it. It's all about context. Yes. I truly believe that anyone can be successful given the right context for what they need. Yes. So, for example... Um, I remember early on in my business, this was probably like year three and uh, getting ready to hire another mentor. And my husband was like, another mentor? Like, 
and another one. Like your business is doing well. Why do you need another one? Mm -hmm. Because I thrive in a context of support and commitment and accountability. That's what it takes for me to be really successful. Mm -hmm. So I always need to make sure that I have that, which means I almost always have either a mastermind or a coach that I'm investing in because that's where I honor my commitments to myself is when I have the right support context to it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So one of the things that you can insert in your life, we, we talked earlier last month about, you know, um, your personal strategic plan, your goals and how to know that you're pursuing the right goals. So once you get that level of clarity, once you've released the old and welcomed in the new and built in a schedule that works for you so that you can actually execute on those goals. Now you have some clarity to be able to say to somebody, here's how you can support me. Mm -hmm. So some of the strategies that I have used in order to honor commitments to myself, I have three main ones and you already mentioned one. One is joining a mastermind um, or hiring a mentor that will support me in that, in any domain, right? So Mm -hmm. like, for example, last year I hired a personal trainer because I, like, I know what to do. I know what to eat. I know all of that stuff, but the exercise of self-observation and then of self-reporting to someone else. And uh, my personal trainer just happens to live in Louisiana. So our workouts were on Zoom. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I would go down to my basement where my dumbbells are and all this other gym equipment, et cetera, I would crank up the Zoom and she would look at my form and she would say, lift this and do it like this and blah, blah, blah. So you get that kind of support in that sense. There's things that I can do that I can feel in my body, but she's looking at my form. She's looking at my pace. Yeah. She's, she can correct certain things that I can't see for myself. So hiring a mentor and joining a mastermind are two of the best ways to um, honor commitments to yourself because the process of being observed itself Mm -hmm. changes effectiveness someone's watching besides you Mm -hmm. (laughs) 100 yes Yes. so those are the top top two the third one is to and it goes along with the sense the sense of uh, a mastermind or mentorship is um peer-to-peer accountability in the sense of for example it could be project-based or it could Mm -hmm. be time-based so I have friends, I have other, you know, fellow entrepreneurs, fellow coaches, fellow leaders, et cetera. Cause like I have, I want to devote three hours cause now I'm the queen of batching, just like Amy is. I'm just a, a humble student, humble student of your batching <laughs> genius, Amy. So I'll, I'll say to myself, okay, I need three hours to complete, you know, this project or this proposal or this, whatever, whatever I need to do this research, et cetera. But I can't sit there for three hours. However, if I do a co-working date, like a mm-hmm. half a day VIP day, for example, that I would devote for a client, let's devote it to myself. And now somebody else is joining me and they're doing their project. Yeah. Right? Amy's working on her stuff or Dr. Shuttlesworth, one of my dear, dear friends, Angela Shuttlesworth. Shout out to you, Angie. Um, she and I have done a lot of co-working dates together. And so we'll come to Zoom on a certain date and time and say, okay, I'm working on this for the next 55 minutes. And then we'll take a five minute break. That's Mm -hmm. one Pomodoro, right? And then we'll do another one. And then we'll do however many hours we've committed. But the key is that for those 55 minutes, that is all I'm doing. Yeah. I'm not taking calls. I'm not browsing social. I'm not 
chatting it up with her and getting distracted with, you know, the latest gossip or nothing like that is this is what I'm doing. And at the end of those 55 minutes, the alarm goes off and I report my progress. She reports her progress. We go take a bio break, maybe mm -hmm. grab a snack and then come back at it. And it's amazing how much you can get done when it's that level of focused effort, because there's yeah. some times when you're like, oh, this is going to take me three weeks. And then when you get down to it, it's like, no, it took three hours. Mm hmm. I mean, it is amazing. We, I'm, a convert. We, I'm a convert, Amy. We frequently overestimate how much work something is going to be when it's just the, it's like the responsibility load versus the mental load, right? Yes. They're totally different. So a lot of times we look at it and because the mental load is high, I don't quite know how to do that. Or I feel overwhelmed by it. Or I feel like I have you know, uh, imposter syndrome around it or whatever that is that adds on. And then the job seems so much bigger than it actually is when we set aside that mental load and we just look at it and we're like, okay, what do I actually have to get done? Mm -hmm. It's never as bad. It's never as big. Mm -hmm. What did, what did Sade say? It's never as good as the first time. <laughs> <laughs> musical, musical Tourette's Tourette. activated. It's, it's my musical Tourette's. <laughs> I can't help it. So what are some of the ways in which besides mentorship and mastermind, because I know you and I have that, that one in common. Yeah. And we also, we've, we've also done the co-working and the batching thing. Mm -hmm. What are some other ways that you honor your commitments to yourself? Okay. So number one is I look at, and I'm honest with myself, am I in a space of habitual, habitually breaking my word to myself? Mm. And that is, it's like you lose trust in yourself. Yeah. Uh, as soon as you say, I'm going to do this, you're like, no, I'm not. Yeah. I know I'm not. Who are you kidding? And right. so what I do is I, I start with micro commitments mm -hmm. and um, making small little things happen. So it, for example, if I say I'm getting out of bed at a certain time, I actually get out of bed at that time. And then in that moment, I, I say, great job honoring your commitments, Amy. Like, good job. Yeah. You did the thing when nobody was watching. And so I use a lot of self-praise instead of self-recrimination. Mm. The other, so many commitments, and that could be things like, uh, oh, here's a great example. Um, in December, we got this random cold frontage in Georgia, which I know this is nothing compared to like what New York went through or anywhere else. Right. But for Georgia, it was legit cold. And I do not have a well-insulated closet. And mm. so I didn't want to go in my closet because then it let all the cold air into every other part of my house. So <laughs> along my bathtub was every day's worth of clothes that I had worn. And um, it's just like all piled up there because I didn't want to go into the closet. Yeah. And so this is the example of a mini commitment of instead of looking at that and just walking past the pile, taking all of those clothes, gathering them up and putting them in the laundry basket. Mm -hmm. It takes five seconds, but in that five seconds, it's showing to myself, like I honor the commitments that I make. Mm -hmm. So mini commitments is a, is a big thing because you need, and you need to start tracking them too. You, mm -hmm. the reality is you make you keep more commitments in a day than you miss, but we pay so much attention to the ones that we miss that we make that the, the reality of the story That's true. instead of the fact that like, I did not sleep with another man because I'm committed to my husband. I've been doing that for 22 years, right? right. Like I keep that commitment, but yeah. I don't ever honor that one. Instead, I pay attention to the pile of clothes that are sitting on the edge of the bathtub. Mm -hmm. So pay attention to the things that you are doing. Um, 
the second thing is stop overcommitting. Yes. So a lot of the times we cannot honor our commitments to ourselves because we have asked ridiculous things of ourselves and we've set these expectations that we would never ask of anyone else. Mm -hmm. So take an honest look. Are you, is what you are asking of yourself actually reasonable, doable, and enjoyable? Mm. And if it is not, change it. It's a lot easier to follow your commitments if you actually planned something that is doable. Wow, Set like yourself that. up for the win. Yeah, exactly. I like that. The, the next piece of advice that I would have around honoring your commitments to yourself is um, to actually do some healing work with yourself mm -hmm. and write an apology letter to yourself. Because mm -hmm. what has probably happened is there have been in your past some times when you feel like you let yourself or everyone else down. Mm -hmm. And in those moments, it's like you place a label on you of undependable. Ah, uh, yes. And so that story plays throughout mm -hmm. your mind over and over and over again. So mm -hmm. if you'll write a letter to yourself and the way that I start that off is, you know, Amy, I'm disappointed in you because, mm -hmm. and then I'll write down all of the things that, you know, everything that's connected to that. And then I'll switch the, I'll switch the, the verb and so then it will be, um, I feel like I can't trust you because, mm. um, I feel like you're never there for me because you always start things, but don't finish them because, and so I'll just kind of do a lot of different prompts. And it's interesting because all they can all be very related, but one you'll find will just open. It's like, I opened the gates and now it's all flooding out. Whereas others, you might try it and you're like, yeah, there's nothing really there. So I'll take a, a few different phrases put them in and then write out the stories and the thoughts and the past experiences. And then I say, um, I love you and I forgive you. Will you forgive me for holding on to this for so many years? Mm, girl, and, you're about to make me cry. Lord, and then I let it go. Yeah, it, it really is. It's a beautiful experience. <laughs> and then I let those things go and um, I burn the letter and then after that, I rewrite what I want that experience with self to be like. And mm -hmm. so then I will write things like, um, you know, thank you so much for honoring your commitments as a Christian, for honoring your commitments as a wife, for honoring your commitments as a mother, um, for always showing up for me. I mean, the reality is I have been depending on me for as long as I've been alive and I have never stepped away from that commitment. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's more things that I've done right than things that I have done wrong. And I need to reframe that yeah. and then invite the new context. So for me, one of the big things is not asking more of myself and can actually be done. Mm -hmm. I, I don't want to. So, you know how people say, don't ask of others what you're unwilling to do yourself. Yes. I'm like the opposite. I can't ask of myself what I wouldn't ask of others. That's my phrase that I need. Mm. Don't ask of myself what I wouldn't ask of others. Because um, I create such unrealistic expectations. expectations yeah. So when I do those things, then I can layer over the top of that tricks. So um, tricks for me, uh, setting a daily, pro a daily accomplishment goal. I'm getting it done in the morning and giving myself a reward when it's done. Like as soon as this thing is done, then I get to do whatever I want to go do. Mm -hmm. Um, having, I, I love 
marathon work sessions. So um, we have, for example, scheduled a power day uh, for our company. I do that. Other people pay me to do them for them, but I don't do them for myself. So we're doing a power day and bringing together all my most important players on the team. And we're going to just work on our business plans and strategy for an entire day. Mm-hmm. Um, and that will get a lot of things done. So I like workcations is what I call them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Um, where I'll even sometimes go somewhere else to just do really focused work mm-hmm. where I can get a lot done in a short period of time. Um, I like doing challenges with other people, having a little accountability pod where we'll say, okay, here's what we're all getting done today. And then we go and do it. And, you know, sometimes the first person to get done can, we can buy them lunch or something like that. But I just, oh, nice. I like to play games. I like yes. to make it fun. I like rewards. <laughs> Um, and if you had employees that you were trying to keep motivated, you would do all of these things for them. You would make it fun. You would make it creative. You Mm -hmm. would give them rewards. There would be little bonuses in there. So create that same context for yourself because you are still an employee of the company, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like you gotta know if nobody else is showing up to motivate you in that way, you just have to give it to yourself. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I like I like the gamification part of it, um, and one of one of the fun ways that I have done that too. With um, I have friends that are competitive, right? And so I am not as competitive as some. I think I'm the least competitive of my bunch of, of mm-hmm. people that are in, in my circle, in my inner circle. But I love a game, so sometimes it'll be like um, declaring a particular deadline or a particular commitment, and if you don't do it then you have to put a hundred dollars on the, on the, in the pot. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you can make it really fun. You can make it really fun because that can go to travel. That can go to, like you said, you know, the, uh, a meal or um, a gift card to a special restaurant or something that's meaningful to the person or meaningful to you. You know, like when I'm finished with this, I'm going to get myself that um, car I've been wanting <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or that vacation I've been wanting, et cetera. Right. Um, so it's a great way to kind of gamify the situation. I also love, um, you know, a lot of times our our motivation is fueled by the carrot or the stick, right? And so mm-hmm. some people are stick people and they avoid pain. And then some people are carrot people and they are pursuing pleasure. I'm more of the pursuing pleasure kind of person. Um, and so for me, it works to have something to look forward to as opposed to some pain that I'm avoiding or some consequence mm-hmm. that, I, that I'm trying to get away from. And it's important for us, for all of you out there that are listening, for you to understand what your inner motivation is. Are you a carrot person or a stick person? Because you can also leverage that to honor commitments to yourself. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. You know, one thing that I will say as well is just if there's something that you are habitually not showing up for yourself in, like you keep saying, I'm going to work out and then you don't, Mm -hmm. or you keep saying, I'm going to make these sales calls and then you don't. Mm -hmm. Um, just instead of taking that and saying, I am not a dependable person. I never keep my word. I always say I'm going to do it and I never get it done. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The conversation is just, it's not true. Like you get up every day, you brush your teeth every day, you get dressed every day in clean clothes. Um, you feed the people in your life. Like there are so many things that you do show up for and you are dependable for all the time. Yeah. So take it and make it an instance 
and ask yourself the question, why am I struggling to be dependable in this area? Mm-hmm. And, and find out what's the root for that area and then ask the follow-up question and how can I create a context where I can be successful? Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's great. And, and also getting clear about what am I actually saying no to? What am I actually avoiding? Because it may not be the task itself. It may just be the, the meaning I gave it. Because mm-hmm. now it's like, wow, if I finish the chapter, that means I got to publish it. If I have to publish it, that means blah, blah, blah. And you have to go down that rabbit hole until you're like, oh, this is what's concerning me. So then when you deal with that, then it's easier to execute because you've you've managed your constraints. Yep. Love it. Love it. Okay. We want to hear from you guys now. What are your best tips for actually following through with the things that you say you're going to do? Let us know in the comments. Leave us, uh, leave us a review of the podcast too, you guys. If you are just new to the show and you are joining us fresh in 2023, we would love to hear what you think. And if you're one of our longtime listeners who's been with us for the past couple of years, we're so glad that you're here. Connect with us on Instagram. I'm at Amy Walker Coach and Monica is at Monica Ogando. I wish I wish it were that sexy. I wish my 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 handle was that sexy the way you say it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, everybody, for being here. We love you. We appreciate you. See you next time.